What's your What's your best SpongeBob laugh? Can you do it? Oh, go, 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 go. <laughs> I'm gonna see if I can do it. Ready? Ah! <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's like a banshee. <laughs> Hi, SpongeBob. <laughs> this will be full of impressions. Oh yeah, has to be. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Franchise Unpacked. This is Dave, and this is Zach. How you doing today, Dave? I'm doing well. How are you? You were just about to ask me the same thing. I, saw, I was. I was. I, I'm, like, I saw I'm making forming. sure all my notes are in order. Yeah. Because we're talking about a fun one today. Yes. Uh, so, you know, last week we talked about Halo. Yep. Um, which was, that was a blast. Recording so that episode. A, a huge, with, like, throwback. I yeah, had nostalgia yeah. like crazy. Well, it was cool because Jeffrey just knew so much about yeah. it. Like, you know, and... And, and we do love bringing on people that know all about these franchises because we try to learn as much as we can. But you know, we're we're recording week to week, so usually at most we have a week to to research. Yeah, these. and we don't we don't want to just talk about all the things that we truly we do get a chance to. I mean, ninety five percent it's stuff that we are sure, obsessed sure. with in our daily lives. But we don't want to put our friends and family through listening to all of that. <laughs> so it is great when we do especially on stuff like like halo which yeah i do greatly appreciate but have fallen it has fallen by the wayside oh yeah in yeah my, in my in my personal life so it's great to have that throwback and to remember and to see kind of what has come from it too so to discuss that before we dive into today's episode i just wanted to share a story that happened to me today okay uh i got a a robo call like one of those, like, mm. this is card member services. Give You're us your trouble. ID. Yeah. yeah. Um, and sometimes I like to answer those. And today I was feeling, I, I was just feeling spunky. And so I answered the phone and I wasn't, I didn't mess with the guy though. I answered it I, and I waited to get through to someone. And I said, hey, how about you don't call this number? Or what did I say? I don't know. I said, hey, don't call this number anymore. How about you stop calling this number? And the guy just goes, never oh and then my. hung up That's he said amazing. never <laughs> you know what it was, what? Like, it was he, he was having fun you gotta i gotta give props to that guy because yeah. it's like he hates his job oh yeah he hates and his it was, job it was but almost like whispers like never <laughs> i would have done you know what i would have done this i was like you know what? and at first i was a little you know creeped you can out call me again <laughs> yeah i was a little creeped out i was like, I was like oh, does he does this guy know who i am does he know where i'm living they record these calls yeah. usually yeah so that's, I, that's great. I, I downloaded that. Uh, there's like an iOS app that like blocks robo calls and it'll play a uh, like a pre-recorded message. And oh, so, that's nice. yeah, so it like the one that I have it set to play right now. One of them is uh, it just goes, hello. Hey, can you sh- hold on? Can you can you just quiet down for just a second, please? Can you hold on? Just t- talk a little bit more softly, please. Just keep and then like it, it goes on for like two minutes. I'm so sorry, but can you just be a little bit more quiet? Like, <laughs> like you want them to keep yeah. engaging. Yeah. They're like, okay, we'll, we'll help. So that, so that was my day. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, today, today was a nice one. I was just lazy. Just, yeah, I, I, research. I, 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 I told, uh, I, I told my work, I was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to take a, take a day off. You need a day. Ta- taking a day. Just hanging out. Monday. Yeah. Just, just take a day. wanted a Monday off. So. What am I doing on Monday off? Researching SpongeBob. We're going to Bikini Bottom. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, so good. So many good songs, too. Another oh, yeah. thing that just uh, there's a top 10 list that I have here, but we'll get into that. So, yes, yeah, SpongeBob has a fun little history. Yeah, if you it. want to start us off, by all means. Um, it, it It's first important to bring up uh, Steven Hillenberg, who is the creator of it. Right. Rest in peace. Uh, he passed away, regrettably, in 2018 to ALS. Really? Uh, I don't yeah. know if 
I don't he, know if I knew that. He passed away, yeah, very, very recently. Um, but he, I love this, his history, because SpongeBob didn't start till 1999, but he got his start as a marine biologist. Yes, um, yeah. In Anaheim, he was raised in Anaheim, California, and then 1984, he started instructing marine biology at the uh, Orange County Marine Institute. Um, and uh, doing my research, as a child, he loved all those documentaries by um, Jacques Cousteau, oh, so, yeah, yeah. which is a fun tie-in. Uh, in SpongeBob episodes, whenever they do the transition of time and show a time card, like two hours later, yeah, yeah. it's Jacques Cousteau's voice. That's really? supposed to be Jacques, because Jacques Cousteau would be like, and here we are yeah, yeah. underneath the coral reef. And yeah. it would be that very two, two hours, hours later. later. And it's just, <laughs> I love that, that just that kind of little throw in. Um, but what I bring up his his past as, a, as an instructor of marine biology, because in the 80s, to teach his, help teach his class, he produced his own drew and wrote his own comic books really uh yeah and i actually was, didn't know that i didn't find yeah that the comic research. book he got was called the intertidal zone oh okay and um he had all these little characters and it helped he'd give it out to his students uh he then he eventually quit um uh teaching and then in 1989 he pursued his lifelong dream of becoming an artist and an animator yeah. uh, at the California Institute of the Arts. And that has tied to several of our episodes because Walt Disney started the California Institute of the Arts. Right. Uh, that right. is his company. And uh, we have gotten, I mean, Pixar has become born out of uh, anything animated in the last basically 60 years. Sure. Basis, thanks yeah. to the California Institute of Art. Um, and he, I didn't realize this, but Steven Hillenberg, uh, one of his first big jobs was working uh, as an animator on Rocco's Modern Life. Right. Uh, I don't know if I actually told you uh, another one of my crazy old L.A. voice acting day stories. Uh, I worked with uh, I shouldn't say worked. I, I took his class, but it was like a five week thing. I like, got to know him pretty well. Uh, the voice of Ed Bighead and Mrs. Bighead. Bigheads. Yeah. Charlie That's Adler. Amazing. Uh, that dude is insane in the best way. Oh, I bet. he's such a great guy, though. Probably like, the biggest personality. Oh, yeah. Met. Huge personality. Yeah. Um, that's fantastic. Yeah. So that was, that made me think of it when you were talking about Rocco and when I saw that, uh, in my research earlier too, just, it's like, man, it's, it's, it's such a small world in the world of animation. Like, oh yeah. It's like one acting. degree of separation between any voice actor, any show. Cause they've done it all with each other. They, yeah. They're good for a reason. They are hired for a reason. Well, and people yeah. don't realize like there's, there's kind of a, a VO elite Oh, I'm in sure. LA that yeah. and and they know each other they hang out with each other it's like a big group of people that and and they got there for a reason it's not like they you know kissed butt to get to the yeah. top it's like they're just they work hard. outrageously talented voice actors that and it is a grind it is not oh, just oh well, yeah i get yeah, to sit and, you know for a couple hours a day and record no 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 well that was always the thing is people are like incredibly intense they're like i get to job. go to work in my pajamas i'm like if you show up at a vo session in pajamas you're fired yeah you're, you're fired yeah, you're kicked out like it's that's not, not lazy it's nothing uh, yeah. right like yeah you can wear a hat or jeans but it's not like you're no you know yeah. Showing it, up in a tank your, top. Your voice is bleeding. Your throat is bleeding yeah. by the end of that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, back to uh, back to SpongeBob. Um, they and in 1994, he he began trying to create the intertidal zone as a character. Uh, where SpongeBob, he created the character of SpongeBob, who was originally going to be named Sponge Boy. And yeah. We're going to call yeah. it Sponge Boy Ahoy. Which I, that's a fun title I, I do well. like that. Didn't they run into like a copyright issue or something? They were. Possibly. I, I, I forget what it was, but there was something that came up with that. Um, I want to say it was a copyright issue that they were like, yep, can't use Sponge Boy. Probably. Or even like Chips Ahoy might have gotten up there. But oh, that's true. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then, yeah, 1999, SpongeBob SquarePants hit the air on Nickelodeon and has been a huge hit. Huge. Oh, yeah. The numbers. Uh, so the most recent thing that I read was that it's like a 
13 billion dollar industry Ooh. or a franchise with 8 billion of it being in merchandising so, I, I, like, I can believe that. I believe that. Yeah. And I remember my, we'll kind of get into it. My first memory of SpongeBob was putting up our Christmas tree in the year 1999. Yeah. And it was, it had been on the air and I was aware of it, but I remember watching the, one of the very first episodes when SpongeBob goes to meet Sandy and he, su- yeah. he starts suffocating or drying out. What? <laughs> Pick it out. Yeah. <laughs> when it out, SpongeBob. And I need Patrick's it. Just screaming, yeah. Pick it out. Pick it out. I, and my, I remember we were putting up the tree, and after we were done putting up the tree, we all sat back there and just kind of just continued watching it. Yeah. And like yeah. And we were like, what? And my dad was laughing, my mom was laughing, because it is one of those shows we've talked about it. It's just the adult content is also there throughout. Not adult they, being R-rated, but just sure, but they, humor. They definitely wrote it so that the parents wouldn't be pulling their hair out watching this with their kids. And even, you know, even though SpongeBob's voice, it is sort of up here and, yeah. you know, like... It's 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 a little bit pinched and nasally and high voiced by the famous Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny, the legend. The le- yeah, um, the legend. It, one of the people that I wished I could have worked with out there for a class. But oh, yeah, he's so tough to to get with. I can imagine. Um, but, you know, even that voice, even though it was a little bit kid oriented, it's to this day, it's not annoying to listen no, to. It's not a grating voice. It's not. It's funny. Like people this is way off topic. But like when Adam Sandler movies are brought up. I'm yeah. not a huge fan of Little Nicky because of the, vo- yeah, the voice but- is so grating. The whole it's not yeah. a voice, but I could listen to SpongeBob for some reason because his inflection, you know, he's doing it for the character, and it's what it yeah. is part of SpongeBob's well, character. It, if SpongeBob had a low voice, it'd be really it'd weird. Be, it'd be awkward. It, I well, there's the the episode where SpongeBob gets normal, or he when Squidward yells at him, he's like, "Why can't you be more normal?" Right, right. And SpongeBob's like, oh, "Okay, I'll try." And he changes, he becomes smooth, all of yeah, his pores yeah. disappear <laughs> and stuff, and he's just. Hi, how Hi. are you? Hey, <laughs> yeah. how's it going? It's just this such a funny little like well, change. And, and the voice of SpongeBob that Tom Kenny gave him uh, was actually a voice that he used for like a background character on Rocco. Okay. Um, and he he himself called it just a nothing throwaway voice. And like now it was, it's the, yeah, one of the most famous cartoon voice. You yeah. know, with like, oh, watch out, Doc. You'd hear that with yeah, like Bugs yeah. Bunny, and you're like, oh, I know SpongeBob. I can. Even Patrick has such a distinct voice. Uh, Patrick is, um, I forget the actor's name, but he is played by the same actor. He was on Coach. Uh, he plays Marshall's father on How I Met Your Mother. Who really? Pa- in the show, he passed, Marshall's father passed yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. He's that, a very tall uh, Norwegian actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he, he plays uh, Patrick. Uh, and even going back to the adult humor of it, I remember there's the episode where Patrick and SpongeBob started out by celebrating Leif Erikson Day. Yes. Now, Leif Erikson Day, for those of you who don't know what Leif Erikson Day is, it's a Norwegian holiday. Leif Erikson is one of like the most famous Vikings of all time. Right. He was like, he, in fact, is supposed to be, I believe, the first man or first person to discover America from. Oh, okay, not, yeah, it wasn't yeah. just for Columbus. It was Erickson. Happy Leif Erikson yeah. Day. Happy Leif. Inga dinga Durgan. And like, <laughs> no. What seven-year-old kid is going to know who Nobody. or what Life Erickson Day is? And you realize there are also characters that are like like Squidward is also that adult connection. He yeah, hates his yeah. job. He hates work. He hates the annoyance of like children and right. SpongeBob. Uh, he's artistic, quote unquote. But he's it's just so laughable at how like bummed out he is. And all of his one-liners to people who come to the Krusty Krab are great. When they're like, are you open? He's like, read the sign. <laughs> right. And it says closed. And then the person's like, 
I'll have two Krabby Patties. <laughs> yeah. And it just like walks. Off. It's just so funny. I love it. And we can't, of course, we can't forget the famous, my leg. Yeah, my you know, leg. Like, it's or like, chocolate. Yeah. Chocolate. I did. Cho- what are they selling? Yeah. <laughs> I remember when they invented sweet, sweet chocolate. Yeah. And they have, um, uh, we can't forget uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yeah. Um, and Mermaid Man is voiced by, uh, oh, hold on one second. This is going to kill me that I it's not off the top of my head. Uh, um, Ernest, Ernest Borgnine, uh, yeah, yeah. who is Mikhail, the original Mikhail from Mikhail's Navy. That's okay. why they, I'm sure they had him in as yeah, Mermaid Man. Yeah. Something. yeah. So Ernie, yeah. Ernie Borgnine, uh, who a very, very famous actor from the old old days, but, uh, yeah. And yeah, then, uh, and, and Tim Conway is Barnacle Boy. I didn't know that. Tim yep. Conway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Barnacle two Boy. famous, very yep. famous actors. That's awesome. But, uh, yeah. What was your first memory? I, I mean, honestly, it's, it's a little bit blurred. Because I was watching a lot of Nickelodeon oh, during that yeah. time, like eight, nine years old. Yeah. Um, but I just remember immediately loving this series. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to see every episode. I would watch the repeats if they were on. Because it was it was funny without feeling like it was uh, pandering yes. to the kids. Yep. And, and, like, when you're a kid, it's like you you recognize that. You don't. You know, you you know when when a show isn't pandering. Do you? you know when something's going to have staying power? Right. It's like I knew that I was entertained, and I never stopped being entertainment by it after every year of it. Like, right. Even if it was a like you said, I could we could put on the first episode when he gets his spatula and he gets his job at the Krabby Patty, yeah. and I will laugh at that episode. It's because it's a great episode. It is. It is a great episode, <laughs> and it also makes me realize that show. Stuck to its themes and care. Oh yeah, this, the entirety. You, you, no, nothing changes. Nothing and changes. That's, I think that's for the best because some shows they'll they'll introduce too many new characters or try to make a new main plot line. Like as much as I love Adventure Time, that's one of the things that it suffered from was you ended up by the by the last season there were so many new A list characters that you had to know if if you hadn't been following. Yeah, if you hadn't been following, you were lost. That'd be really weird. And it's it, the thing with Adventure Time too is it's it, it's cool how they introduce characters and new plots. Like they might just have one episode because this is the one one off adventure that these characters have. They meet a new character. This character might pop up a couple years later, but right. by the end of Adventure Time, every character was popping. Every single right. thing, that, which was awesome. It was the the creators really just retconning and making everything cohesive. It was and, a nod a to their universe, audience, yeah, which is so appreciated. But for a person like me who might come in and just want to watch a couple of random episodes of Adventure Time, I'm going to be a little turned off if there's no and there's no through line for SpongeBob. But right there's not it's not even like with Adventure they'd change up the animation style or the the character drawings. Yeah. like you'd be completely like am I if watching you came the in same on the wrong show? episode you'd be lost. Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, another thing too uh, that um, that Steven Hillenberg didn't want. Uh, he didn't want a lot of celebrity cameos. Okay. Um, he didn't want Camrys either, Camrys, from what no, I know. No, um, <laughs> Toyota Camrys. Uh, but uh, he didn't want it to become another The Simpsons, where you know every episode had some famous you know cameo coming in and taking over. That's and, what drew the crowd. Uh, right. Feel like, oh, right. who's on The Simpsons this and, week? And eventually, yeah. they did get you know Will Ferrell oh, sure. and Rosario Dawson and Pink and like well, yeah. yeah, you know. So they so they did eventually bring on some cameos, but. It wasn't especially a, in the movies. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't about that. 
Um, and I would always notice that the actors would do such a good job with their character. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't recognize. Like like I mentioned, Ernest Borgnine, he has a very distinct voice, but he's sure. playing like a crotchety old man. But it's it, you're like, you still like, if I didn't know this, these all just sound like, you know, right. it could be a random voice actor. And do you have, do you remember, did you see any of the movies at all? Or? I saw, um, what was it, like Sponge Out of Water? It was the one from the like. The newest one? Yeah, from like four four years ago or something Yeah, like 2015 that. I think it came out. That was yeah. the one where they go to real life. Yeah, real yeah. Life. How was it? Uh, not good. It was I actually, heard, uh, yeah. it was the probably the cringiest movie I've ever seen. Oh no. It was, and I hate to say it, and there were, there were a couple of really, really funny moments where it was like laugh out loud, incredible jokes. Yeah. But for those moments, I mean, you could have cut that movie down to a minute and a half and it would have been the same or amount of funny. Episode. Yeah. yeah or, or just an episode. And it, it that's it, how I kind of feel about the first movie too. Oh gosh. It's been so long since I've seen that, yeah, but it was just, through, I don't know. Yeah. It, it was very, a friend brought it over and, uh, I think the movies pander more like we talked about the TV show doesn't pander. Whereas the movies they're like, there might be more young kids seeing this. Yeah, that's true. And which hurts it. Yeah, it it definitely does. Well, in in the, my buddy who brought it over, um, he was, he was a friend of mine uh, who used to help me like get into VO classes when I lived out in LA and he brought it over to me and Wes's apartment. And he was like, guys, we got to watch this today. And he was just insistent on it. And we were like, all right, man, let's do it. Uh, and so we did, and I mean, he was having a good time, <laughs> but like, it was it was rough. Is it was it one of those things where it's like I'm such a big fan, it doesn't matter how bad it is, right? I will love this. If you and that's the thing is like, if you were a diehard, no matter what SpongeBob fan, you probably would have enjoyed the movie hands down. It would have been oh, great. I'm sure, but um, just from an objective point of view, like it's it was rough. It was a little rough. It wasn't. It didn't have the same. Uh, I guess childlike wonder of the TV show. Okay. It just felt, it felt like they were making, and that, that was what I was saying before. Like, you know, we talked about, um, we were talking in the mini sode about how some of the Marvel movies weren't doing it for me mm-hmm. and nothing against Marvel. I, I love Marvel movies, oh, yeah. but it, it's for the same reason that the SpongeBob movie didn't work for me is it knows what it is and it knows that it wants to reach this huge audience. So they make a blockbuster that is just this cookie cutter, stereotypical, yeah. you know, going to bring in money blockbuster. And that just crushes my soul when I see that. Cause like this, the TV show never was that, no, you yeah. know, the, the TV show had those creepy Ren and Stimpy type close-ups. Yeah. I, the and, butterfly episodes, my, yeah. my favorite example yeah. <laughs> where the butterfly comes down in a bubble and like, look at how adorable it is. But then when it, it'll get close to a character and then does yeah. just an extreme real footage of a, but uh, a very extreme close-up of a butterfly's face, which and is it's, terrifying. It's monstrous. Yeah. And it's, and yeah. And then they all start freaking out. I love it. That is so, such but a like, episode. But the show never did that. The show, even when it no. got big and when it wanted to grow, it never, it, it never felt like anyway that it was, saying hey look how big we are i think as well with a show like that it's tough to translate a full hour and a half plot to something like that where it's like this is ridiculous i want to i don't i don't necessarily need to see spongebob or patrick have like a realization that will help them with the like a character change or something right which movies almost require they you do. Know, or like a, the bravery or something. It's it's like, certainly more than a 10 minute episode of it's, TV. We're, yeah. Whereas like, yeah, like a 10 to 15 minute episode of SpongeBob is like, usually it's SpongeBob gets a wild hair up his butt. And right. With Patrick. And they're like, let's do this because we either heard about it or we know this is how it is. Right. And the ridiculous, you almost can't believe it the entire time. And then the mission is accomplished. And you're like, 
Okay. All right. It, it worked, worked out. out. Yeah. yeah. Like the pizza, crusty crab pizza. Yes. When SpongeBob <laughs> says, "Oh, look, we're saved," and he's looking at the rocks. And yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, "These they back <laughs> they, in the day, they used to ride these boys across the miles. prairie or whatever." Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and then you're like, "What is he talking about?" And then the next scene is them riding a rock through the yeah because SpongeBob yeah. knew that that's how it would work. Oh my gosh, that scene where he's singing crusty crab pizza. pizza. It's when he gets to the. Uh, the crusty crab. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, man. it's incredible. There's some bangers uh, coming from SpongeBob. I mean, best day ever was from the yep, movie. Sweet Victory. Sweet Victory, which they screwed up at the Super Bowl. Oh, don't Everybody, even get me yeah, started. They like, that teased was... us and they're like, get out of here. Oh, they didn't, even, they didn't even play like a, a snippet of it. No, they just like, they showed a, a clip song. of. What are you doing? Uh, and then uh, fun, of course. How can we forget? F is yep. for friends that do, do stuff, stuff together. together. U is for you and me. And, and is for no survivors. And oh yeah, yeah. And all down here in the deep blue sea. <laughs> and, uh, and then F is Plankton. for fire that burns yeah. down the whole town. U is for uranium, uranium bombs. bombs. <laughs> and is for no survivors. I, that um, was the best part. Uranium U is for uranium bombs. bombs. <laughs> yeah, it just like does not fit. It's just the brilliance. And then I remember the the very speaking of the very first episode. It was the first time I'd ever heard the artist Tiny Tim. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Loving in the moonlight, living in the sunlight, <laughs> having a wonderful time. <laughs> the weird ukulele player. Now, yeah. folks, we will ask you, everybody should just Google Tiny Tim, the artist. Check it and out. And you will be, you will say, who in their right mind would ever let this man play for children? But he was one of the greatest children's uh, uh, entertainers of his time. Yeah, I don't their even know what albums. he looks like. I want to oh, see. Well, I just want, all right, we're going to, we're going to let Zach look this up. I'm going to, I'm going to find this. Oh. Yep. Now, how would you describe oh, that man? He looks like if the penguin from the Batman series had a baby with Tommy Wiseau. Right. And they stretched him out into a giant. And, and they. Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big guy, too. He's like a big yeah. guy, like awkwardly. I would have shaped. never pictured that voice right? coming from him. It makes it really bizarre. Is there is there a foot. video there of him singing that might, song? We might have to find the video and post it. Yeah, we'll I'm definitely sure be doing that. Well, and he's a ukulele player, so it's like a tiny little instrument. Right. And it makes it just look that much Oh, more. weird. I but you got to give the guy props. He made some awesome songs included. Oh, for sure. Um, and that was, I don't know, SpongeBob did a lot of things, I guess, in that vein, where it was odd. uncommon, it was odd. Uh, and, you know, they did pull from, like, you know, Ren and Stimpy or oh, yeah. Rocco's Modern Life, because those were huge at the time and the whole theme everything is tiki themed which yep. is like a, a very uh, so uh, about bikini bottom there is a real place called bikini bottom the bikini atoll which is where they did a lot of nuclear testing and the idea really? is that, that these critters were affected bikini bottom is a post-nuclear oh, okay. and that's why they're all like running around having fun interesting squidward the business uh, and of course but, uh, uh jellyfishing yes exactly a huge part of it uh, very big and I mean, it's just this show is so deep in how many, you know, nods to society it has getting your many... driver's license. Yeah. SpongeBob struggling yeah. with his boat. Mrs. Puff, poor Mrs. Puff, poor Mrs. Always Puff, that episode with it. And then floor it. Yes. Yeah. SpongeBob, floor it. No, don't floor it. Big toe, big toe. I, big it's toe. Just so funny. Like I to this day, I still remember that. Like and I'll think about like, oh, big toe on the accelerator. <laughs> well. So I guess this kind of is starting to bring us a little bit into the present of the franchise. Yeah. What are they doing right now? I don't, I don't the know that anything's really happening. The show is still going on. Uh, Steven, right. Like we mentioned, Steven Hilberg had, had passed away last year. He had, not, he had kind of stepped back. Uh, I don't know if the term is 
from being a showrunner um, right. to just kind of as a producer. Sure. Uh, the last thing he really worked on was the 2015 movie. He okay. came in as a, I don't know if it was as a head writer and an executive producer on the film, but um, yeah, he, he, his, I think his legacy had kind of dwindled in the teen or the te- uh, 2010s. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's just still in, you know, good hands as long as you have good writers with them. just yeah. keep producing. Let's avoid movies. Or if you're going to do a movie, just have like an hour movie on TV. Well, I make think a the, TV movie. the hard thing is when you reach because, I mean, it's been running since what, what, what do we say? Ninety nine. Yes. So, yeah. I mean, we're it, it transitioned from hand drawn to digital. Like you can yeah. see the clear delineation of like art style. Like, it, yeah, we saw it occur. But I mean, you know, you're looking at a at a 20 year old franchise like that's it's Incredible. hard to keep something going for that long and, and keep animated franchise. Yeah. That's you know, you hear like Family Guy, The Simpsons, and right. then SpongeBob. What else is I mean, you have your animes like Dragon Ball Z. Right. But that's unfair because how many iterations of that have occurred? Sure. It's, it's not like it SpongeBob like SquarePants V two three eight. Right. Like, there's right. Not nothing like that. Or like Simpsons outside springfield or something but like even, that even the simpsons though i mean they arguably their stuff lately has been a little bit lackluster i did hear nickelodeon has announced a spongebob spinoff coming up interesting i don't what's know what it, that entailed there were no details that i could really get into i think it's going to be released next year well and that's something that we could talk to about uh as far as like the future of the, future franchise, of the franchise goes yeah but as far as the present uh, did you play any of the uh, the video games do you know of any of the? i video did games? when i was younger i played a couple what of them were they but they weren't good <laughs> no i can't imagine um, and i i had a list pulled up earlier but there were like over 30 games total i believe it were they what were they puzzle what was the one it's you it's shovelware you know what i mean it's it's whatever's popular at the time so if people I'm are playing there's not a mobile game out there some, is oh okay yeah there, there are, i think there are a few actually i might go download um, one when I yeah yeah <laughs> well but they premium and and that's the thing that kind of stinks anytime the, i shouldn't say anytime but a lot of the time when you get a tv show that's that gets turned into a video game uh or you know a movie that gets turned into a video game they're just going to make it something that's idle clickers. Yeah. Idle clickers or the, something that's easy. And the best just... example was, I don't know if you ever played the Simpsons tapped out. It was a yeah. huge success on iPhone because it's kind of the first of like, Hey, look at this television show. We're going to set it. You build the town. You're already familiar with right. Fill it with all these characters, which is a great formula. You're like, duh. Yeah. Sure. Cause it's like, I don't want to follow Homer around just doing little odds and ends. I want right. to build the Simpsons. So I feel like it would be another look at, you can make a bikini bomb. Right. And it's like, okay, now you have to wait two days for this building to make enough credits so you yeah. can build another, which literally becomes pay and, to play. And there, and there are some, you know, some TV or movie video games that did a great job. The mm-hmm. the Power Rangers side scroller yeah. beat them up or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, they always know, know what's up. The Simpsons arcade game, like the, Spider-Man. Like they, they, if you can punch things, it usually turns out better for yes. you. But yes. they need, um, was there like a Bikini Bottom Racers or something? That there was. Be, there okay, was a racing game. Racing yep. game. That would be probably the best. I forget what it was called. It, it might have actually been called Bikini Bottom Racers. I don't know why that stuck out in my head, but like I never played any of the video games, but it's like to me, a racing game, like a Mario Kart-esque racing game would be the closest thing you could have. Because, like I said, I don't want a Sims game where I just make a ra- right. one house or right. follow one character. It's not that kind of a series. It's the and, ensemble. And you could, I mean, I I don't want to dive into the future yet, but there are a lot of ways that you could go with it that I that we will discuss. Yeah. But, uh, cool VR experience. Oh, yeah. That would be neat. Yeah. 
That'd be neat. Like the Rick and Morty game. Like that's brilliant. But it's also tough because you have to realize that they have to make these video games for children. They do. Like this has to be something that, uh, that, you know, a seven, eight year old can pick up. Because a 30 year old like myself is not going to be like, Oh, do you guys know what's releasing next week? Right. Right. You know, I know when the next, uh, like Borderlands three is coming out or like fallout. Those sure. are the big releases for the adult community. But like, yeah, there's not going to be a midnight release for a right. game any, anytime soon. Well, and like you were saying too, like their biggest, one of their biggest, you know, streams of revenue has been their merchandising and merchandising, merchandising. space and, balls, the flame. Bro. <laughs> the kids love this one. And, uh, and I mean, I, I, I think everybody that I know owns something that's SpongeBob. I have a SpongeBob shirt. I have SpongeBob pajama pants that I still wear. I have, um, I think I have some Spongebob I spo- undies. I had Spongebob undies. Yep. Um, I have a Spongebob Easter basket, which is weird. There you go. But it works. But that's the thing. It's like literally anything. Cause turn, it's yeah. like, look at these Spongebob water bottles. And right. Spongebob right. socks. Yeah. So I, like the merchandising is definitely there. I feel like if we went to Universal Studios, if it, we went to Nickelodeon, we'd see. Yeah. If, if, if it's a thing, it. it exists as yeah. SpongeBob. You, I've seen SpongeBob paint jobs on cars where people yeah. have his face on the hood of their car. Like, so it, there's no short supply. If you want a SpongeBob product, right. I bet you could find it on Amazon. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that kind of brings us, we're in like a little bit of, it's a weird episode because SpongeBob, it's kind of this constant thing that's just yeah. going on. It's kind of like if we did a Family Guy episode, it's like, okay, yeah, they don't have anything announced in the next couple of years, like movie Right, but it's still there. It's just kind of here in the zeitgeist. Right. And I will still watch an episode of SpongeBob. There are new ones being produced. Um, right. There are over 200 episodes, 222 episodes, I think, was wow. the, the current count. So that's where can, crazy. Where can people watch those? Um, it was on Netflix, I believe, but was they it? took it down. I, it is on Amazon now. I, I do okay. believe you can find it, and it might also be on Hulu. I don't I'm know gonna, what Hulu's I'm deal give us a quick is. Google. Yeah, we'll we'll find that because that's a kind of a thing that Kim and I are always looking for. You know, we just watched all of The Office again. We watched all of Parks and Recs. Again. Right, right. It's, it's background noise, especially sure. when you're doing chores. That's why I get in trouble. I have to now now that I'm working my uh, I've been working this new job for a few months now, and I'm lucky enough that I can listen. I can put headphones in for all day, eight straight hours, not even be bothered by a manager or anything. Same. Do my work. I listen to I do my all my podcast listening. I when I was at home uh, just doing tours, I used to listen to podcasts when I do that. So right now I have to stop doing that because then I run out of podcasts to listen to at work. Right. So I'd rather listen to them at work. You know, it's. Um, Helps the day pass a little bit. But I love having TV on if I'm doing the dishes, doing laundry, and SpongeBob is the perfect show for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, I mean, yeah, I I guess going into the future a little bit, um, you know, it's it's because it's a kid's show, and it's, like we were saying, like the video games and stuff like that, it's a lot of shovelware-type games. You know, it's not maybe as... Run the Krusty Krab. That'd be fun. You could create your own... Make a little restaurant tycoon. Restaurant tycoon idea. Because, I mean, yeah, that's half the show. Yeah. Well, and I think as far as video games go anyway, I I think that any franchise could benefit from a little bit of an open world. Sure. Just because who doesn't love exploring your favorite It's the idea of like a Facebook group in a game. There's a lot of fun. Like uh, there's a a VR game uh, called Rec Room where you can play games in the Rec Room, but... The fir- the primary thing, you're in a rec room running around just chatting with people. Yeah. Hey, do you want to play this game or do you want to go play pong- ping pong or do you want to go have an adventure? Right there. Yeah. Like 
I love the idea of games going towards this open server or like even in like Destiny. I didn't care for the game, but you go back to town and see everybody standing in town. You can't yes, attack, but you yes. can interact. You can do stuff like, hey, let's go on this. And you need that for, for for a big game like that. You got to have some sort of, you know, friends yeah. to play with. Um, yeah. You go explore. What was the town in SpongeBob? The way down below where everyone ends the sentence with oh yeah um, um what was it? the uh, uh the abyss or something like that i can't remember it. oh uh, man we're gonna get crucified because that's uh, a big episode when they go to the the theme park and the, spongebob's waiting for the bus and every time he tries yes. to reach for the candy bar the bus approaches rock and, bottom rock bottom yes yep, i had to google bottom. it i have to i have to admit i that had was to so such a, a pivotal pivotal funny episode <laughs> yeah and, everything. <laughs> and then spongebob learns how to talk like i'm like oh yeah you just go over here yeah <laughs> oh my gosh they, and that show just it's it played off of a lot of tropes but it also kind of invented some of its own like i uh, when i guess steven hillenberg didn't have the go-ahead to use a sensor bleep okay for, for that one so the horn for the for oh. the dolphin episode the, where, oh. where every time they swear it's like eh, yeah, you know. they, they either use like a, a, a boat horn or like yeah, yeah, a, a, yeah. A, the dolphins. That's so, great. Yeah, so he because he didn't get the green light for it because they didn't want people to think that they were swearing. And the funny thing is that I think the first time I watched that as a kid, I didn't realize they were swearing. You know what I mean? Like, it took me a couple years later until I knew what censorship was to realize. Oh, they're covering up like a, a, a bad word brilliantly, yeah, nautically. <laughs> because yeah. like even though they didn't have the go ahead you're like oh well i could totally see you know any of these creatures making a dolphin noise and maybe that's their version right. of swearing no they were actually swearing yeah yeah this, this is the, the dolphin sensor. i didn't know that that's hilarious yeah and it makes sense that they wouldn't give them the go ahead to oh, yeah. to use a sensor bleep well, on and tartar sauce barnacles yeah. and tartar sauce are barnacles are like mother effer in that show. Yeah, like yeah. They, use, they use tartar sauce. Like it is the F bomb, which is so worst. funny. Like, and they, they do that with a lot of things. Like anything can become topical and nautical. Well, and like you said that it is still, I will yell technique Squidward technique. Yeah. Well, still, <laughs> like that episode, there's so but like, chocolate technique or when yeah. um, Squidward says he's never had a Krabby Patty, but then he has one. He's obsessed. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, what's it going to do? Make me explode. And SpongeBob's like, no, it'll go straight to your thighs. <laughs> and, and then, then you'll, you'll explode. Yeah. And it zooms out. And he's got these huge <laughs> grotesque, like, like you said, Ren and Stimpy quality, like high art. Quality, yeah. Like disgusting, which makes it stand out because the yeah. rest of it's very flat and yeah. very any like extreme disgust. Yeah. It was yeah. Just so funny. Uh, I mean, what would, what would you want to see out of, out of like, let's say a movie even like movie, if, they, if they were uh, to do another movie or I'd like, if you're going to do a movie, uh, especially involving a cartoon, I would like to see, I don't want to just be following SpongeBob and Patrick. I would like to have two, several subplots. Let's make it a universe sure. type movie, like an Avengers esque movie where you're following three separate episodes, basically That'd be cool. yeah. that then sync up yeah. in a very clever way. So we're not drowning in just SpongeBob and Patrick jokes because I hate to say it, but it like you, those their type of humor in the show gets old. It is the most right. mature type of humor and them together. You're like, how many times can Patrick be corrected by SpongeBob or say something stupid? Sure. That's just like a funny pun. You're like, it's great and it's humorous, but you need breaks and you need how much how much humor can you write for an hour and a half plot as opposed to just 15 minutes and right. have every joke land. 
So I well, think and that's like when, when I was touring Nick, and I got to I had the fortune of touring the. How was that? Oh my gosh, it was incredible. Were dude. you at Universal in L.A.? No, I was like at Nickelodeon Studios. Oh, because okay, like, I know yeah. there's Nickelodeon Studios in Orlando where they produce a lot of stuff. Yeah, it, in the Universal Studios. So, but there is a separate this, Nickelodeon studio. This is this is the main Nickelodeon Animation Studios in Burbank. Awesome. Oh, okay. uh, and I got to tour the Fairly Odd Parents floor, and I got to go into the writers' room, uh, and. It was crazy. It gives, you know, you have three or four people sitting on couches and there's a big, you know, like pull down screen that has it's being the script is being projected. And uh, Butch Hartman, the creator of Fairly Odd Parents, as we were walking through, he goes, yeah, we he said we try really hard to make every single line a joke. Like we we try or to make, lead to a joke. It has yeah, to be. He said, like, every single line needs to needs to be funny. And I was like, uh, yeah, and, and you can't. You just can't fill an hour and a half with that. No. And because if you notice at the end of a cartoon, the last 30 seconds, literally, and a family guy does it hilariously with them. All, all of them fine sitting on the couch. Right. Having one last little conversation. Right. It's like the rat. It's a button to an episode where it's like, if, and there still will be funny lines in it, but there will be at least one sentence where it's like, Hey, and we learned this. Right. And th- but then another several jokes will be made, but yeah. you're exactly, you're absolutely right. Well, and it's, and it's hard because even if, even if every single one of those jokes land, that's exhausting as an audience member laughing for an hour and a half straight. Like, yeah, that sounds great. It's exhausting. You you need to have lulls. You need to have some drama and sadness in comedy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, now did uh, one little last quick question about Nickelodeon studios were there, did they have like storyboards up? How did they do that? Because I heard a rumor that the old way of how kind of going back to Walt Disney, uh, how they would do their animation. They didn't have storyboards. They didn't even have scripts. They would, draw the pictures in order, like big scenes, put them up all along the hallway. If they had to change one thing and they put the lines, the script with that, yeah. those pictures, if they had to change anything. They literally walk down the hallway, looking at the whole movie, pull out the pages they needed and then redraw and put them back in. Wow. I, I didn't see any of that. I did see the animators working on it, which okay. was really all cool. Computers, I'm sure um, crazy. Yeah. So like, so uh, Butch Hartman was, he was working on something. I, I don't know if he was working on a frame or a mock-up for something. And then there were a few animators working on these giant Wacom tablets that were, yeah, they were just animating, you know, so cool. just plugging away. That's uh, cool. Yeah. It was it, my, my inner kid just exploded. Uh, just it was great. Wide-eyed. And everyone there was so nice too. Oh, like sure. they were, they were so happy to just have a visitor and have a, have someone touring the building. And yeah. Uh, who appreciates so, it. so, uh, Mr. Butch Hartman, if you're listening, thank you so much for that tour. Please be on our uh, show. I, I, I actually would love for him to get on an we'll episode. We'll be reaching out. Uh, yeah, we'll have we, our people call your people. Yeah, exactly. For, for, for a fairly odd parents episode. We'll see if we can get, uh, see if we can get Butch on there. Um, but you know, if for this episode though, guys, we're, we're, we're getting up there with our time. Uh, and honestly, there's, it was SpongeBob. I, I feel like we've kind of covered keep, the bases. Yeah, keep going, SpongeBob. More, I yeah. want more episodes. Don't ever. I, it's a cash cow. It's like if Nintendo Nintendo decided yeah. to stop making Mario games. There's no point. I, I it would be wildly irresponsible. Yeah. There's yeah. no, and there, there'd be no point to it. it yeah. It run it as long as Tom Kenny can keep doing the right. voice. I don't ever want to hear a new voice doing it. It's no. like one of those weird things where it's like you notice Kermit. Right. Like it kind of hurts your heart. Yeah. Um, but that circumstances like literally the original voice has passed away. Right. So, like, so you have to find some way to continue it. But yeah, I, if, and like I said, I, one last thing on the movie, I think a TV movie would be an hour long TV sure. special. They've done a couple of those as well with SpongeBob. I think don't try to make it a blockbuster. Yeah, let's not, I don't want to have to buy movie tickets. Right. Yeah. But in yeah. video games, more fun. Let's have a just open take it anywhere. There, yeah. it's a SpongeBob game. Yeah. No one, no one's we're, looking at it too seriously. We're not. Yeah. We're not paying too much attention. To yeah. The, yeah. If we're being honest, but, uh, 
You know what, guys? Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and as we announced in the mini so thank you so much to yes. Josh. There was the mini episode that yep. we just released uh, as well uh, last and, week. And our, and our winner was Josh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So Josh um, has that the goodies. The picture should be on. Oh, yeah. On I guess Instagram. that will be a week, over a week ago now. Yeah, that Ooh. was over. Yeah. Josh well, has won. Recording these backlog episodes, right. man. It's it's great, but it's it's throwing me well, off. We didn't know the winner when we did Halo, which is coming out. Right, week, right. Which came out last week. So, yeah, we're, so, all, uh, we're all thrown off. But, yeah, so, you know, thank you guys so much for participating in that and just for for, for being our nerds. Yeah. We appreciate we it. And uh, we'll be seeing you guys next week. Take care, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. The next franchise we'll be unpacking is Godzilla. But in the meantime, feel free to drop us a line with any questions, comments, or future episodes at FranchiseUnpacked at gmail.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and check out our brand new YouTube channel. And be sure to share so we can keep these episodes coming your way. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time.